Welcome to the Naturopathic Life and Living Podcast. This is your host, Dr. Francis, where I'm going to be talking about all kinds of things underneath the sun, everything that has to do with life, living, and your healthcare. So today, I want to talk about self-care. Yeah, that's what I want to talk about. I want to talk about self-care because everything that's going on in the world today, it's like the earth and everything about it has decided, look, you're just going at it too hard. You're going at it too strong. You're not actually focused on yourself. Everything is focused outward. So even the way that we take care of each other is focused outward. And then there's all these different perspectives coming in with all these different angles, expressing explanations and definitions and guidance and facilitating how other people are supposed to behave. That's what the whole concept of religion was to be able to give people something to be able to follow because all they have is this disconnect. They don't know what to think, feel, do, how to act, any of that on their own for the majority of people. Now, of course, there are people that are referred to as being awake or woke or the like, which basically just means that they don't have a filter on what they're able to perceive and then actually see things. So actuality is how they live. That's neither here nor there. It's not positive or negative. It just is. It's observational. It's being able to be the one who sits back and takes a look and can see beyond the chaos, can see through the chaos, can see exactly what is underneath the root of what's causing the chaos for everybody that's responding chaotically. And then I want to talk about what I'm going to refer to as crystal children. So there are all these concepts and ways to refer to them and things that new agey people have been talking about since at least the 60s, if not earlier than that. They are religious prophecies who talk about the end of times, the change of life as we know it, you know, all those different things. And when you look at the vibrational scale, it starts off with shame and guilt being at the very bottom and then completely unconditional accepting universal love for everybody is at the top. That scale is a measure of somebody's frequency and how they exist. And when you are pure of heart, then it's considered that all of your chakras are in alignment. All of these crystals that are pure essence and mineral-esque of being connected to the planet in a lifetime of experiences repeated over and over again like a diamond. A diamond is just a rock, right? Or like what's black gold, Texas tea, petroleum, right? Fossil fuels, those are dinosaur bones that have been degraded, right? So everything comes down to the evolution of the planet. So planetary evolution, and it's just like the birth of a child as above, so below, as within, so without. Everything is just a reflection of the general health of the population, either on a global scale or on an individual scale, the health of the self. So what you see is literally what you see because of how you were taught to think and feel and imagine things. Like, for example, I had to get a rental car to go pick up my son from school. He was going to school out in New York. So the school issued a statement that because of wanting to reduce the risk of spreading the coronavirus, that they were making all of the classes convert to online classes. So the internet is now like our nervous system and you can research Ken Wilbur and see what kind of stuff he has to say about this. He calls it integral theory. So he talks about the ages of the planets, the universe, the multiverse, however you want to refer to that, depending on where the advancement of your consciousness is at. He talks about all these different levels, all these different perspectives, the different growth levels and possibilities for the universe, the planet, like I said, 
read the way that evolution runs through where you start off as bacteria's form and then those combine and become more complex gradually over time. And it's just a natural state of development as something starts off smaller and then gets bigger and bigger and bigger, which that concept of progression can be applied to any concept at all whatsoever. You can apply it to your businesses, you can apply it to your relationships, you can apply it to the global humanity, any of that. So Ken Wilber talks about the planets and how things can be recognized and how things are spiritual to begin with and then they manifest into the physical and then there's a newness to everything that becomes more skilled. Those new skills becomes a progression that leads to competence, that leads to excellence, which is mastery, which then is the new time to be able to break into the birth of something new yet again. You're not going to be ready to be able to accept and see and acknowledge, understand, participate in, la la la, anything until you've already accomplished the skill set level of where you're at. So everything is just another skill set piled on top of another skill set on top of another set of skill sets. Just like with a baby, they have to learn how to breathe before they can be born. They have to learn how to crawl before they can walk. They have to learn how to figure out what sounds mean and how to create them before they can actually say words. So everything is a progression from awareness to action of practicing something to be able to become efficient at it and then becoming a master at it. Once that level of perfection in that certain arena is filled, then moving on to the next level. Sometimes it's great and it's wonderful and it's beautiful and it's just a natural positive flow into the birth of something new. But a lot of times it's more the pain and the suffering that witness at a distance or a disconnect is actually where the beauty lies. You know, when I say that, it's because it's a witnessing of the struggle and the humanity and the willingness of the person, the community, the organization, whatever, to surrender and to accept the natural chain of events that leads to the next bigger and better things. It's just natural to learn how to crawl and then want to stand. It's natural to start walking and then put more momentum in it and to want to run. That's just the natural progression of how things are. And when you look at the stages of religion and the stages of the planet and, you know, everybody was individual and isolated in groups and then wanted to start exploring and discovered there were other individuals and other isolated groups in other areas that they weren't originally aware of. And there's all these different groups going through the same exact thing all over the whole entire planet as they grew and outgrew their local areas and their mindsets. They kept expanding and then they grew. That's evolution. They moved on to something bigger, something better, something more advanced to be able to reckon with, to understand, to learn about, to grow. Just the introduction of the internet not that long ago has created such a global awareness of connection that never existed before that now all these different stories, what's happening right now is people can't hide anymore. People can't pretend that because somebody looks different than them that they're actually different. And in fact, all of these different people, all of our different races, they're just varieties. They're just another aspect on the spectrum of being whole. There's no way that we can deny anymore 
more that something happening in China is going to affect the Western world, something happening in Washington or the United States of America. We interact with each other. We can't stay hidden. We can't stay asleep. We can't stay in the dark. It's not natural. You can't stay in one way. It's going to ultimately end up changing, whether it's Oriental medicine saying yin and yang back and forth, and all yin has a little bit of yang, and all yang has a little bit of yin. That's the same kind of concept as saying that all men have a woman inside of them, and all women have a man inside of them. And that just basically means that we have a duality, and it's not just like a physical with a mental one or a physically manifested one with a thought process, thinking, emotional, spiritual kind of one. Spiritual doesn't mean per se religion, woo-woo, anything like that. All it means is the opposite of material. So it's the opposite of physical. We're moving from an age of physicality, like basic physics, into an era of understanding and living quantum physics. Just the fact that we have an internet that connects us all over the whole entire world thwarts us into quantum physics. It thwarts us into the non-physical because yeah, your computers, you can touch them. Those things are physical, except for how does a thing happen? How is it possible that I can be speaking in my home right now and people in South Africa can hear me talking, people in Zimbabwe, people in Belgium, people in South Korea, people in Australia, people all over the world were connected. To be able to have something like this happen where there's this virus that nobody knows anything about, nobody knows how to take care of, nobody really knows how to do anything about it or or what to do about it, it promotes a huge panic because when people are so grounded and living in the physical and then something happens that's new and that's different, number one, they're going to freak out and panic because something is happening. They're not really sure how to handle or how to deal with it because people who live linearly and they think of A turns to B turns to C turns to D, that kind of a a concept that there's a cause and effect and everything has reason, that whole scientific kind of approach that way. When something happens that is not something that's happened before, they don't know how to deal with it. So the majority of people are going to focus on fear, those lower vibrational frequencies with the emotions. So that's how they're going to respond. They don't understand what's happening. They're living in fear. They have to be told what to do and how to live in order to feel safe. They're not open to expansion and creativity and learning new things and exploration and adventure and all of that. It's more like, okay, I I need to know the rules of society to know how to live so that way I can live within my realm of possibility so that way I avoid pain. Nothing bad happens. All of this stuff, it just, it correlates to early childhood development. See, like I was saying earlier, everything that happens, happens in the same way. The same hormones get released, but depending on the level of ascension of the person, depends on what those hormones cause the person to think and to feel. Adrenaline can be fear or excitement. Same response physically, different meaning mentally and reaction emotionally. The whole situation gets perceived differently depending on if you're closed and scared or open and curious. So with fear, growth and change. In the same pattern, it doesn't make a difference how how transformation and progress occurs. It occurs the same way. It has an infantile stage and then it moves into a toddler stage and then it moves into a preschooler stage and then it's like a young elementary kid kind of child age and then it moves into an older elementary child age and then it moves into early adolescence and then it's the teen stage and then a young adult and then it's an adult and then it's the elderly and then it's time to progress into a different type of transformation and then a whole new thing starts again but every single thing is just a change it's starting from one thing and then it gradually changes the problem is is that if we're not willing to accept the changes and we want to stay safe and comfortable where we are then the world is going to come and hit you over the head with a baseball bat getting you to be able to understand that you need to accept 
this change that's coming that's inevitable because change is inevitable. If we didn't have constant change, then we'd be dead. The only way change can not happen is for people to be stagnant and then you die. So that's not even plausible. I mean, in a brief window of time, it's possible, but it's not realistic because you can't live in isolation in time. Time is just something that somebody has made up to be able to acknowledge reference points, to be able to discuss something, to have community, to be able to organize events and put some kind of a reference to events. But all there really is, is right now, there's not a past and there's not a future other than what's in your mind. When people aren't able to progress, it's because something happened that they're stuck in and then they just keep perseverating over and over and over against that. They can't really move forward because they're so overly focused on the past. See, I was talking about this thing that happened with my son, right? How I had to go to New York to pick him up from school. I had this vehicle that was a brand new vehicle that was a push button start. I was so concerned that this vehicle was going to get stolen that I literally walked outside and did not see the vehicle sitting in my driveway. And then all of a sudden I did see it, even though it was like I was looking right at it and couldn't even see it. So we can't even see what's right in front of our eyes because it's a concept that we can't even recognize. And then once we're open to the possibility of looking beyond our insecurities and fears, then we're able to see what's actually in front of us and what's happening. And with this coronavirus scare and how did it start by not respecting a fellow creature that was supposed to be off limits for eating? This is nature's way of saying, stop, pay attention to your greed and selfishness. Look at all of the hoarding of paper products, comfort foods, it's chaos, fear at its peak. Because it's something that hasn't happened before, it's something that this generation and the Western world and many aspects of the world hasn't had to deal with before. Everything has been safe. When people are safe, they're allowed the freedom and the opportunities to be creative, to be able to recognize new things. That's like the easy, supportive way to get through something. But that's not always how things happen because if you're not paying attention, because you're hyper-focused on something else and you're not able to recognize what's actually happening around you, then you're not going to be able to recognize all the subtleties leading up towards change, which means that when the change actually happens, you aren't ready for it, you weren't prepared for it, so then you don't know how to handle it, and then you freak out, and then that turns into people panic buying and things like that, which then just messes up the whole economy because then some people are hoarding things that there's enough for everybody to get for everything to go around, but if a certain group of people go out and take all of those supplies, then the supplies aren't going to be available for the other people, which then end up causing a problem because, again, you can't expect that one thing someplace to happen be completely isolated from somebody else and the other side of the world. And now more than ever, we're able to see that that's actually what's happening. And so all of the new agey kind of speakers and all of those people that are looking forward into the evolution of the planet have been able to recognize, like Vishen Lakiani with Mind Valley has been able to recognize that we need to be more global instead of being all of these isolated pockets of different countries with different cultures and different languages, there's definitely a time and the time is now that we need to be focused on the progression of humanity as a whole, the growth of being human, of being global, of being able to recognize that, well, we might have different colors of hair, different colors of eyes, different colors of skin, different sizes, different shapes, different heights, all of those different kinds of things. However, we're all human and we're all susceptible to different things and there's no possible way to be able to stay blind and to believe that there's anything that's us versus them. There is no us versus them anymore. And this corona
coronavirus pandemic should be able to point that out to everybody. No one's immune against being human. Just like every human that's born starts off as a baby, has to learn how to talk, has to learn how to communicate. That's what we did in cultures. The culture said to learn how to communicate. And then it's on an individual scale and then it gets larger. And then it's the individual communities with each other and the individual countries with each other. Now we're at the point where it's humanity as the individual, where we all can unite as one in being a person and then recognize the interconnectedness with all of us and that everybody has a need. Everybody deserves compassion. Everybody deserves the same kind of respect, regardless of how they choose to portray themselves or how they are just naturally portrayed by how they look or where they're born or whatever. This is where I call onto the empaths. This is where the hypersensitive people have been dealing with all of these kind of invasive spiritual kind of things that they've been bombarded with their entire lives that people who are more grounded in physicality have not even been able to recognize the existence of. And so all of those people, those people with all of this anxiousness and overthinking and overanalyzing and judgments by the majority of society in general, all of these people, these are the people that aren't panicking right now. These are the people that recognize that the state of everybody else's existence is where they've already been for quite some time. These are the people that I refer to as the crystal children. And yeah, they're scattered all over the world. And these are the types of people that now we can reach out to just like in the past when there were those, I'm just going to use a stereotypical term from the past and say geeky people who maybe got ridiculed in school because nobody understood them and maybe they were awkward and all of that. Well, those are the people that created the internet, which is what connected everybody. So even though these people were laughed at and isolated from society, they're the ones that are actually capable of figuring out how to connect everybody in society, which is what the internet is for us now. All of this technology is, like I said, the nervous system for our entire planet, for our humanity as a whole to be able to work and operate. And at this point in time, there's a lot of fear because people don't understand what to do because nobody is alive anymore that had to deal with scarlet fever or the plague or any things like that in the past. And if you look at all of the historical records, what is it that actually got us through those kinds of things? It wasn't conventional medicine. It was homeopathy. It was because you cannot combat something that is at a different level than where it exists. So you can't use physical means to be able to address something that is molecular. You can't use something that is creation and stay alive and thrive by eradicating yourself in hopes that you will make it when you're not strong enough in the first place to have protected yourself from the invasion. Conventional medicine is based on theories, on logic, on proven actions. The innovators are open to creativity and possibility. Once proven over time to be effective, then alternatives, quote, quote, alternatives become conventional. But in a new pandemic, nobody has a track record in conventional medicine to know what to do. It's out of their realm. This is where higher vibrational therapies are needed and been successful. This is where we need to call on our energy healers and our shamans and the people that are light workers. This is their realm. This is our realm. This is what we do. This is this is how we can combat this. And it's it's really more so about feeding yourself and making sure that you're not susceptible to outside invaders. Because if you think about it, you could have a whole room of people and somebody coughs or sneezes. Not everybody is going to get infected with something. Only the people that have compromised immunity are going to get 
at it. So the people that haven't been fueling their systems with high nutrition and taking care of their mental health and getting in some exercise and having some downtime so that they can recharge. Essentially, the people that aren't in connection with nature are the people who are the ones who get invaded because nature is who we are. We're all connected to nature and nature is what supports us. So when we need the extra boost, we need it from nature because when we're disconnected from nature, we're disconnected from our true self. And that's when we're susceptible to a takeover, whether you want to call that an invasion or, you know, whatever, even if you look at it in military terms, when people aren't up to their full capacity of being able to optimize their skill sets and everything they need to do, that's when they're susceptible for an enemy, you know, quote, quote, enemy to come in and take them over. It's the same exact thing. People just don't realize in different fields across the board that they're saying the same thing because they haven't been taught to apply it that way. Because actually when they were little, they were probably taught to not apply it that way and that it didn't count and it doesn't make sense. Little kids are extremely brilliant. They're able to connect all kinds of things. It's just that we get taught all of these filters that change everything for us. And then as we grow up, we rely on those filters to tell us what's going on. And, and that's not really true. It blinds us from being able to see the actuality of what's happening. And we need to take those blinders off. We need to globally accept humanity as we're all the same and we need to move forward. And our, our light workers can do that. Our, our pure of heart crystal children that are attached to nature. And, and you don't have to be a child in order to do this, but people that have accepted their past and accepted their childhood and have been able to integrate their life experiences and be authentic and genuine in who they are. These are the people that can help uplift everybody and get rid of all that guilt and the shame and bring us into a united humanity of global community and awareness. All right, everybody, that ends our episode for today. I hope you were able to get some helpful information to be able to live more naturally. So if you like what I had to say today and you found it beneficial or helpful, please go ahead and share. And if there's anything going on where you need to find a naturopathic doctor or for any reason you need somebody to talk to, please go ahead and call me at 586-405-7618. I give a free 15-minute consult to see how well we'll work together. Or you can find me online at canassist.me. That's C-A-N-N-A-S-S-I-S. This is Dr. Francis saying enjoy.